If you hate anxiety as much as I do, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the I Hate Anxiety podcast and your host, Larry Quicksall. Larry is a mental health therapist who has spent the past 30 years helping people improve the quality of their lives. And today, he wants to help you get rid of the anxiety in your life. So without any further ado, here's Larry. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for the I Hate Anxiety podcast, brought to you today by Crossroads Innovative Trainings at citrainings.com. You know, when I was a kid, we used to use a certain phrase if somebody was kind of nervous or jumpy or jittery, couldn't seem to to sit still, and we'd say, ah, that person has ants in their pants. Well... In all honesty, I don't think I've used that phrase (laughs) in quite a while. But there is a phrase that I do feel like I could use. And that is, do you have ants in your head? I was going through some different forums and Facebook pages recently on anxiety. And many times people are sharing some of their most challenging thoughts and struggles. And with total respect for them, the thought came into my mind, it sounds like they have ants in their head. And what what I mean by ants is ants is an acronym, and it stands for automatic negative thoughts or automatic negative thinking. And what that is, is we can get into a pattern, either through depression or anxiety or trauma situations or any combination, and we start developing a negative thought about a particular situation. Then, over time, we generalize it to a lot of other situations that may or may not be similar And we automatically assume the negativity applies there. Thus, we developed a pattern of having automatic negative thoughts or ants. So, if we look at ants, we can kind of break them into three separate groups. We have ants that would be against ourselves, ants against other people, and ants against our environment or the world around us. Let me give you an example uh, of an of a automatic negative thought against ourself. person sees somebody good-looking. could be a guy, could be a gal. But they see somebody good-looking, and they automatically think, compared to them, I'm ugly. I could never be as pretty as them. I could never be as handsome as them. That can turn into an automatic thought that comes out every time you're in that situation. Or if we don't understand how or why we're doing something, we may just say, I'm just a freak. I stand out from everybody else. I'm just a freak. Or, possibly, when we get frustrated doing something, we start using the automatic negative thought of, 
I can't do this. I'll never be able to do this. Everybody else can do it, but I can't. How about some automatic negative thoughts about other people? Well, he's a jerk. She hates me. And maybe that gets generalized into all men are pigs. All women are gossips. It's not accurate, is it? But when we say it enough, we start believing that it is. How about some automatic negative thoughts about our environment or the world around us? Why try? It's hopeless. The deck is always stacked against me. The world is completely dangerous. No one ever gets ahead. Those are all negative thoughts about our environment, about the world. And we they're pretty generalized. And a thing to remember is the more generalized a statement is, probably the less accurate it is. So what do we do about these automatic negative thoughts? Well, the first step you got to do is identify them. Because frankly, most of the time, we never notice that we're saying them. We have said them so many times, it feels like it's normal to us. So what we need to do is stop and identify them. Maybe even write them down. When we write something down and look at it, it becomes more tangible. It becomes more real. And we look at it and we go, wait a minute. That's not true. You see, in trying to determine whether an automatic negative thought is true or not, take a look and see if you see any absolute words. These are words that don't really leave any wiggle room and they push the, the, you know, the edges of the envelope. It's kind of all or nothing thinking. I'm always this way. She's always this way. Never. Forever. Can't. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. (laughs) These kind of words are extreme. And they're not really accurate. And so if we see those in the sentence that we're saying, in the phrase that we're saying, we need to circle those and say, that's not true. And we need to rewrite those kind of sentences into something that is accurate, is true. We need to change it also to something that's helpful. Sometimes a negative statement may actually be accurate. But is it helpful? Is it complete? Is it really the full picture? You know, you can look at a jigsaw puzzle piece and say, yep, that belongs to this jigsaw puzzle, but is it an accurate representation of the whole puzzle, of the whole picture that's going to be shown when the puzzle's put together? If it's not, then it may not be helpful, and we need to do something to help make it more helpful. And then once we have rewritten that statement, We need to start saying it out loud, speaking it with your mouth so you hear it with your ears, so you can get it down in your gut. You know, these automatic negative thoughts, these ants may have been around for years and years and years, some people an entire lifetime. 
And they're not easily shaken. They're not easily replaced, but they're important to replace. So maybe what you need to do is start repeating them out loud. When I'm doing therapy with somebody and we're, we're addressing these ants, I have them stand up in session and repeat them out loud. Again, speaking it with their mouth so they hear it with their own ears. And say the new corrected statement five times in a row. And then I assign them to do it five times a day. Now in session, I may have them say it five, ten, fifteen times in a row. And I ask them to pay attention to how does it feel emotionally when they say the new corrected statement. Nearly everybody says that feels better. That's because the truth An accurate, helpful statement of truth usually does feel better than the negative thoughts we've been thinking. How long do I have people do this? I have them do this every day, five times in a row, five times a day. That's 25 times a day making that statement. And I have them do that every day until the old statement doesn't come around anymore. And the new statement is what they automatically think about. I hope this has been helpful for you. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a good evening. Bye. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. I hope you found some golden nuggets that you can use to make your life better. The I Hate Anxiety podcast is for educational purposes only, and while I am a therapist, this podcast is not counseling or therapy. If you need either counseling or therapy, please seek out the services of a licensed professional in your area. And if you are in crisis, call the Crisis Call Center at 1-800-273-8255 or dial 911 or go to your local emergency room.